microphone check one two what is this you're now listening to a brand new episode of the play big faster podcast look what you done started talk to him. attorney high performance coach and speaker sheree prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick from starting a business marketing strategies and the ins and outs of their industries we talk everything from book recommendations lifestyle hacks and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business the play big faster podcast starts now let's go Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined today by Doug Peacock with the Peacock Wealth Group. Hi, Doug. Hey, Sherry. How are you doing? (laughs) I am doing awesome. Look, tell us a little bit about the Peacock Wealth Group and what you do over there. (laughs) I truly never intended to be here. I was a high school football coach for 38 years and absolutely loved it. And then I tried to retire from teaching and that didn't go quite like I thought it was supposed to go. Uh, Long story short, I learned some inconvenient truths that I didn't want to know. And as I talked to other retirees, I found out they were learning the same things that I was learning. And at first I thought it was me. I just thought I wasn't smart enough to deal with the system. And then I thought, well, the system's not strong enough to deal with the down markets and the stress that we're putting on our economy today. And then I realized, no, the system's built that way. (laughs) (laughs) It was disturbing. So I met a man named Nelson Nash out of Birmingham, Alabama. He spoke some truth into my heart, and when he did, I believed him, but I truly thought they were going to jail. <laughs> well, look, don't don't hold back. Please share what he shared with you. Nelson had a group of gentlemen that do this. They were not not looking for a part-time retiring football coach to join their company, I, and I understood that completely, but it didn't, it didn't change that the fundamentals were still true. And at that point, I realized that if I if I did some things, I could use a dollar in more than one places at the same time. I got to thinking about all the guys that played football for me and their eyeball debt in, in student loan debt, and it's killing some of their budgets. And so I literally sat down with one of, of uh, Nelson's guys and said, look, how does this work with student loans? And he says, it's brilliant. And so we walked through. So the long story short is I actually got started getting my former players out of student loan debt much quicker than they ever thought possible, generally within the four to five year range. And then because we do use a a whole life insurance policy, they're sitting there with $50,000 of cash value when they're out of debt. That's not a bad place to be. And from that point, there was a reason uh, Nelson called it infinite. It literally, the more you saw, the more you realized you didn't see. (laughs) And now, so now guys, I've I've literally got clients that, that buy cattle or horses or properties, uh, a lot of real estate people. uh, I mean, this is peanut butter and jelly. They just go together because now all of a sudden you have, a warehouse of capital that you can access and the only person's permission that you need is yours. 
There's there's no profit loss statements for the last three to five years. There's no loan applications. There's no bank board to say yes or no. It's you. And there's there is some learning with it. But the sweet part about it is I I go and collateralize that loan. And I know we're moving fast, but I collateralize that loan. So my money never stops compound interest. I, I continue to grow my money, even though I've used it somewhere else. And that's the sweet part. Well, I can I get the chance to use that dollar more than one place. So the sweet part is literally I could kill my student loans and save for a house at the same time. Let's kind of unpack this. When you say use that use that dollar in more than one place, are you doing that with insurance? And when you say infinite banking, kind of break down what infinite banking is for people that are not familiar. Infinite banking is actually the term that Nelson Nash has come up with. I got to be careful using that because it is trademarked and all that, and I'm not registered with them. But the concept is true. So that's what I share. The whole concept is to create a warehouse of money, capital, that I can get to without jumping through a whole bunch of hoops. Uh, you know, bank boards, profit loss statements, credit ratings, those types of things. There's only one banker that I have to satisfy, and it just happens to be me. So at that point, I can literally put money into a specially designed whole life policy that's not what the traditional conventional policies are. You don't want those. Everybody says that's the worst place to put money. And if it's a traditional old time, yes, that's the it's not a good place to, to store money because you don't get to use any of it for three to five years. That's a bad plan. So if I can get your money available to 30 days, now all of a sudden, that money is going to continue to grow compound interest around 5% with the insurance company while I take a loan from the insurance company that charges me simple interest on my loan. And And now all of a sudden, I have use of that money while my money is still growing. And that's, yeah, now all of a sudden I'm paying off a student loan and saving for a house at the same time or whatever two factors that you want to do. This is crazy because now all of a sudden I can wipe out debts. It doesn't have to be student loan debt. It can be car, it can be credit card, it can be whatever you got. And that money still continues to grow while I'm using it somewhere else. Now, do I have a loan and a a loan repayment? Yes, I do. But I've learned and this is uh, my PE major as a coach. Okay. I'm just telling you, <laughs> I flunked this part of the test, but it, there is a huge difference between, between compound interest and amortized or simple interest. And I did not know the difference. Example, $30,000 borrowed from a bank for five years at 5% is $566 a month. You do it at take five sixty six times sixteen. You get a you get a total thirty thousand dollars saved at a bank at five percent for five years is a totally different number. And now all of a sudden, I look at those two numbers, and in five years, it's a forty two hundred dollar difference. Wow! 
And so I swore that, I, you know, there was a math teacher somewhere along the line that taught me those were equal. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the point is they're not equal. That money that I have with the insurance company, because I truly didn't touch my money. So it's going to continue to grow at a compound interest, like I said earlier, somewhere around 5%. While I use a loan on simple interest to pay off my debt. Now, instead of paying that student loan company that loan payment, I pay it back to the insurance company and pay off my loan with the insurance company. So now the money is just recycling over and over and over again. And now all of a sudden, yeah, I get, I'm, I'm using that dollar over and over and over and over. So tell me this, yeah. because I see that you, you know, Absolutely. you know, with student loan repayment, financial services, but also you have a philosophy about the, the four true wealth killers. What is that all about? <laughs> well, there are things that prevent you from gaining compound interest. And one of them is quite frankly, you use the money for something else. For example, if I go to my, my savings account at the bank and let's say I have a hundred dollars in there and now all of a sudden I withdraw 50. Well, I no longer have a hundred dollars that's earning interest for me. I only have 50. I killed my wealth by spending it somewhere. That's the advantage of borrowing from the insurance company. Another thing is taxes. The crazy part is we don't even know what those are. But there are so many. They come in all shapes and sizes. And But, but we all know that they're coming. And that's the problem. We're all saving, for example, a lot of your qualified accounts, which is nothing more than a Wall Street product sold through the government program, like a 401k, IRA, 403b, 457, 529. I, I call it the IRS alphabet soup. All right. But the bottom line is we don't have a clue what the tax hit's going to be on those things. Nobody does because I can't tell you the tax rate in 20 or 30 years. So that was another one. Another one that comes up is fees. You know, another thing that absolutely kills you is fees because you're going to pay those fees whether you make money or not. And that was the big problem that I had. My broker was making money on me as a teacher, even when I lost money. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of advertisements out there that says, hey, you know, we do better when you do better. Well, I got news for you. They're doing great when you lose your shirt, too. Okay. <laughs> so that's another problem. And, and again, it's, an, it's one of the, the four wealth killers. The actual last one is a little harder to understand, but it's you finance everything you buy. And now there's already people going to be up in arms saying, no, 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 I pay cash. And because I don't want to pay interest. Well, you didn't pay interest, you lost interest. Because that money could have been earning interest for me the whole time that I'm paying whatever. And so that you're either going to pay interest or lose earning interest on everything you buy. So that's literally became be a bank for me. Uh, you walk into a bank and let's say they give you 1% on your savings account. Right. Now I know they're not doing that. Okay. But I'm a PE major and I can do the math on 1%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the guy behind me wants to borrow money out of the bank for a car and he gets it at 5% loan. Okay. What did the bank just do? 
Well, everybody thinks they made 4%. That's not true. They turned $1 into 5 Minus their cost is a 400% return. Why not do that myself instead of letting the bank earn more money from my money than I'm making? And that's off I went with that concept. Now, do I still have a bank account? Absolutely, because I love debit cards. It's real simple <laughs> to flash that card and I pay for it and I'm out the door, right? But it's only for convenience. You know, we're not, no, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recoup all the money I was paying banks. I'm going to recoup all the interest that I was paying them, credit card companies, financial institutions. I don't care. I'm going to get paid that money now. And yes, this takes a coach to get through. You get the wrong coach, you're, you're going to lose money. It's not going to work for you, and you're going to have a tax problem that is huge. And you do not want to deal with the IRS. So when you say that it takes a coach to get through it, are you are, do you offer coaching services? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Doug, you're holding, you're holding back on us, Doug. Tell us about the coaching, the coaching program you have. Well, I, it's not it's not truly a program. I'm just going to walk you through the process of be, of be a bank, you know, or infinite bank. I'm teaching you how to use your money like a bank would use your money. And it's not a program. You're not paying for it. When you get me, you get the program. Okay. Now, yeah, I know I should make it a program. I should sell it and all that kind of, I'm, I'm a coach. I was a football coach for 38 years. We don't make big money. But I can tell you that if this works for a football coach, it's going to work for almost anybody, a teacher. So that was my heart. That was my heart to go out and help people, you know, the, the people who are out here trying to add value and service every day, the nurses, the, the policemen, the, the firemen, everybody that's out here earning, and but they don't truly understand how wealth works. And I, I'm going to teach you that. In the process of going through all this, you're going to learn a lot that you don't know and it's not that hard. It's not beyond our, our grasp like some people wanted me to believe when I was funding my 403, which is a teacher's 401k. Same exact same program. But the bottom line is I don't when I get that monthly statement, all of that money in there is not mine. And they want you to believe that it is. You still owe taxes on that. You're still going to pay fees on that. Oh, and then whatever you draw out is going to be taxable. And if you're not the correct age, you're also going to get a penalty. Now, everybody talks about 59 and a half. You got to be 59 and a half. You got to be 59 and a half. Guys, that's a 10% penalty. And that's bad enough. But at age 72, you must start taking the money. It's called required minimum distributions. And they're going to send you that money or you're going to hit a, get a penalty of 50 and nobody wants to talk about that one. Well, what if you take the money and find another asset? So everybody says, well, I'm too old. I'm too old. Are you 72? Are you getting an RMD? Do you need that money? Okay. So then let's set up an asset where you can get either pass on to your heirs or you can turn around and use that money at your convenience tax-free. Now, all of a sudden, the bottom line is if I, can, if I can kick that tax monkey out of the room. <laughs> Doug, you are, you are an absolute gem. 
Absolutely. So with the concept, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious because these are just things that people don't really, if you don't know, you don't know. And so it's a totally different way of looking at it. So if somebody wanted to. It's not by accident that you don't know. <laughs> what is the process? So if somebody was interested in being in becoming their own bank and they wanted to work with you from from start to finish, what is the time frame to get this done? Varies greatly. It very it determines uh, we are using an insurance product. So there is underwriting. OK, so some of the people this doesn't fit for if you're not real healthy or not average health, this does not work for you. However, for example, when I talk to a lot of the 72 year olds that I just referenced, a lot of them are our health is not real good. But you know what? They have grandkids. They can take a policy out on a grandchild. Now, what's the cost of insurance? Very right. Small. It decreases greatly. <laughs> it definitely does. And so now they have, they still, they can still use the policy because they own it. Okay. Now, yes, the life that it's insured is their grandchild. So that's, that's critical. You can't just go out here and insure anybody. You have to have insurable interest in the person. Okay. Think about that. It could be a business partner. It could be somebody that you you have an agreement with somewhere. I'm co-renting a, a place to do business or I'm whatever. We've got a relationship that if you die, I suffer financially. That's an insurable interest. Obviously, family works. Family always works. So um, do that. And, and there's a bunch of opportunities there. The problem is, uh, uh, underwriting can be two weeks or it can be a lot of weeks. <laughs> okay. And, and, and you're counting on old, slow insurance companies, but that's, that's truly for your protection. And everybody says, well, I don't, I don't get that. I want very fast. No, you don't. Insurance companies have actuary departments that are very, very good at telling you how many people are going to die today? They got that number. They, in fact, they can tell you how many 65-year-olds are going to die today. They just don't know which, 60, which ones it is. They don't know that, but they know the number. Well, now then, insurance companies do not work like banks. You put money in deposit at a bank, they're going to lend that money out 8, 10, 12 times, literally creating money out of thin air. And that's a whole nother discussion. Insurance companies cannot do that. If you put deposit there, that deposit buys you a death benefit. Insurance companies must have 100% of their liabilities covered from those death benefits. That means that today, if everybody that owned a policy with that company died today, they have the money to pay them all off. How sound is it? Now you understand why you must use a mutual company. They've been around forever and they're some of the strongest, most fiscally sound companies on this planet. Thing that I want to bring in here is it's, it must be a mutual company. And uh, this is a little bit deep, but, but it's critical to your success. And again, part of the coaching program, if you will, but it's, I can't use a stock company because when I use a stock company and the company has excess profits, 
That's called dividends. Where do the dividends have to go? It has to go to the stockholders. Your bank right now distributes dividends. How come you're not getting a dividend check? Because you're not a stockholder. Same thing holds true with insurance companies. If they're a mutual company and they don't have stockholders and now all of a sudden they have, they declare a dividend, which by the way, they have for the last 117 years consecutively, dividends are not guaranteed. Totally different than everything else in the policy. They're not guaranteed, but they've happened for the last 117 years. Now, as soon as that dividend cannot go to a stockholder because there are no stockholders. So who does that dividend have to go to? Oh, that would be me. That would be the policy owners. So in a mutual company, you actually own a little sliver of this insurance company. And they're going to pay you a dividend when they declare it, which they have the last 117 years. Think about that now, because that means that somebody got a dividend check during the Great Depression. How weird were you? Don't be average. Don't be average. Learn to win. That's well, Welcome to coaching. <laughs> well, Doug, definitely. So tell, tell our subscribers how they can find you to get this coaching and get more information about your programs. Guys, everything is on peacockwealthgroup.com. Okay. So if you go there, you're going to, you're going to see a bunch of explanations. You're going to see a bunch of information that literally, some of it's going to irritate you. How's, how's that? <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to upset you because you, the first time I heard this, I felt like people took advantage of me because wait a minute, I could have had that and you sold me this. And literally the man at that, that workshop that I was at came back to me and says, coach, they don't know. I said, come on. That's like telling a football coach that he can throw the football. You know, he may not want to. He knows he can, but, but the truth is I got home and I sat down with a couple of those guys and they didn't know. He wasn't lying to me. They didn't understand what I was doing and they were in the industry. I'm going, this is a message that nobody's heard and nobody understands. And then I learned I could get paid to do it, not from you, but from the insurance company. This money never comes out of your, your account. It doesn't come out of your pocket. Exactly the opposite of the other world, right? Because that money that you get on that 401 statement, that ain't yours. Sorry, that can ruin a lot of people's day. But, but a, a fees alone are going to cost you one third to half of that money. Well, Doug, thank you. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this so I can make sure that my broker has a great life. And that, that was one of my famous lines. I always used to tell the brokers, I said, show me the clients yachts. I got you. I got you. All the yachts are over here. Where's your clients? Where, where are their yachts? Yes, it's a different, if you can, if you can think differently, you can win and win very, very big. In fact, once this starts, you can't stop it. The only way to stop it is to, to get rid of the policy. The longer it goes, the better it gets. Okay. Look, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. And this has been another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Till next time. Do you want to start your own business? Confused about where to begin? Not sure if you can do this? 
I'm glad you made your way here. Cut through the confusion. I invite you to join in on the five-day Play Big Faster Challenge. You'll get step-by-step -step guidance on how to start and scale your dream business faster. Five days perfectly structured. Build the business you've always dreamed of without spending tons of money and hiring consultants or a lot of staff. Join the challenge today at www.playbigfaster.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.